Welcome to Laugh It Up Fuzzball. I am Joe the Wookie Riot. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about life, the universe, and everything, but mostly geek stuff. A place where we get to let our geek flag fly and talk about all things geek. As I've said before, this isn't an amalgamation of geek news or a comprehensive guide to all genres or the world of geekdom. Hopefully it's just a fun place to cover some geek news, comics, The Simpsons, Star Wars, and whatever randomness finds its way on in the recording. But let us get started. Starting the recording of Laughing Up Fuzzball 228, question mark. Well, hey, friends. <laughs> Welcome to uh, level, I think it's 228 of Laughing Up Fuzzball. Zuh. You know, Zuh means friends here uh, with the with the fuzzies and the geek talk. But uh, welcome to another uh, level. <laughs> I'll be fully transparent. I say level 238, and it's very timey-wimey for me because I'm actually recording with none other than Benjamin Blueford Blue the Fourth. Say hi, Blue. Me. Hey, hello. Hey, but I'm recording with Blue uh, on the night we were going to record our WandaVision episode, but that's getting recorded in a week, and I'm pretty sure that episode is actually coming out before this episode, in addition to a news episode that Blue may or may not record with me after this one. And uh, it's a it's a whole lot of hi future Wookie bypass Wookie, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I I don't know how uh, how it all shakes out, but that's to say welcome to another episode. But this isn't news. This is a, a topical episode, and quite literally, it's the oh crap we're not recording Wandavision since Danny can't record, uh, and Corey's not going to join us because we're not talking Wandavision. So what are we going to talk about? And uh, basically, because of Scott Snyder's uh, the Snyder Cut of Justice League, I've heard a lot of people ranking DC films recently because of that and ranking the film very high, like in their top fives, which just sort of got me thinking, like, what is my top five of DC? And because why not make it harder? What if we did our top five best and our top five worst? And uh, you can sit in uh, suspense about whether Joss Whedon Snyder Cut makes it that way. Now, full transparency, when I record the news episode with or without Blue, there probably was already a mini mini non-spoiler review of Justice League, or maybe even spoilers. I don't know how it went out because I haven't recorded it yet. <laughs> but uh, it's saying exactly uh, what I felt about it, and uh, you could probably guess. But that's to say, Blue, welcome. Hey, what's up? Yeah, Blue uh, joining me. If you if you hear a little bit of a, a thump thump when Blue's microphone's going on, that's because he's got a full-fledged D&D game going on behind him, and he's trying to be courteous to everybody and just have us listen to his sultry tones. So, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I will I will try to go through and, and edit out all the bump bumps. But if you catch one, uh, that either means I decided not to edit or uh, I missed one. <laughs> and apologies in advance, but that's all because we're trying to trying to make the quality good for you. And as entertaining as uh, Dungeon Master Darth John is, I don't think you need to hear his exuberant questing in the background. In fact, if you want to hear his exuberant questing, he's like making like recipes or something right now, Blue, right? That's absolutely correct. You can catch um, him and myself actually on the Questers' newest episode of The Questers. Uh, it is John's channel. He is doing amazing recipes uh from a DD book on there right now and uh he is absolutely fantastic he's the director uh coming up with all the ideas the whole nine it's fantastic watch him he's great i fully heartily endorse everything that was just said uh dark john's pretty hilarious i mean he's the kind of guy that climbs yeah. up on a roof to guarantee 
the the solvency and success of your marriage. <laughs> exactly. And uh, and he allowed me to to actually grace the screen, so I'm I'm literally in this uh, this newest one. If you take a look at it, nice, nice. I uh, I definitely saw a link. I don't know if you shared it on Fuzzballs, uh, and if you haven't yet, then do it, Blue. Do the things. Okay, I'll share it on Fuzzballs. Yeah, share the things. But uh, so what we're doing today, friends, as we uh, as we talk for almost five minutes, not getting to the point. We're doing a, a top five best DC and a, a bottom five. Uh, DC live action films, so live action films from the DC comics, and um, we're going to go through our list. Now, Danny's not with us, but he did grace us with his top five and bottom five, so we're going to share it with you, but uh, you'll have to like hit up uh, Danny on the Laugh It Up Fuzzballs Facebook group, plug, 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 if you take issue with any of his choices, because we can't really defend him. We could create like elaborate backstories of why Danny likes those movies, and that could be fun. We're like, you got to listen, Danny. You're going to be mad. <laughs> but, uh, We'll see how it goes. Good, yeah. Good, good. Oh yeah, let's roll. So, what do you think, Blue? Should we start with the best and then end with the worst, or vice versa? I should go with the worst, get that out of the way, and then go over to the best, just so we like wash the taste out of our mouth. You know what I mean? Okay. And I think, uh, do you agree we should start with Danny's list and then do ours? Absolutely. All right. So Danny's worst is coming in at the number five slot of the the worst dc films is a uh, a film by Zack snyder and it is man of steel the uh his his superman film and uh i i don't i don't know either blue uh yeah, he, he originally actually had Superman 4 as his number five, but then we reminded of him a film that he didn't put on his worst, and he was like, oh, yeah, that's my number two. So <laughs> it it, le- it bumped off Superman 4, but left Man of Steel uh, up there. I, 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 I don't know. I don't think this movie is as bad as Danny says, and he's not here to say why. Uh, I know he hates Almost Superman. Almost made it to my top five. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, my num- it's, it's, it's my number six on my on my all-time ranking. Yeah, I would put it as my number six. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we we don't we don't endorse the pick by Danny, but that is his his pick. Uh, me going next, I guess I'll do my uh, number five worst, which uh, let's see, is uh, Superman three. So I also picked the Superman movie, but uh, I picked the one that has uh, Richard Pryor completely out of place as a computer hacker question mark, uh, and and. And Mountain Lex Luth? I don't even know. The movie was a hot mess. And uh, when I think of the the four, you know, Donner era, era Superman films, this 1983 film just doesn't do it for me. Directed by Richard Lester. And uh, of the four, four Supermans, the classic Supermans, I, I think of it as the weaker. What do you think, Blue? Um, I like that movie. And uh, I think that the nuclear man was freaking awesome. No, we're not talking Superman 4. Mine is Superman 3. Oh, Superman 3. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't like that one as much. No, no, not yeah. at all. Yeah. Uh, Gus Gorman. I I just, uh, I don't I don't even know. Like, I, I like the him going to Smallville and seeing Lana Lang. Like, that's okay. Uh, but then there's like a chemical plant fire and uh, there, there's like a combine harvester fixing upper thingy and then project vulcan or it's a weather satellite like 
I, I don't I don't even know like supercomputer, but of course it's so dated like by what a supercomputer is and oil spills uh, and then that's the one that has Superman going on the drinking binge and he has that weird nervous breakdown in the junkyard with the the bizarro dark Superman fight. Yeah, I remember. Uh, so yeah, it uh, and there's a kryptonite ray and it's just not good. Like. <laughs> It, it, what I, I literally, the way I did my list is I took uh, all 32 films minus five that I either can't remember a damn thing about or I haven't seen. And uh, I ranked them by uh, watchability, the movie I would like to see. And this one just, it made my, my bottom five in the number five spot. Yeah, Any more thoughts, Blue? Go. No, I think you're right. It just wasn't, it just wasn't all that great. Yeah. So what's your number five, Blue? Right, so my number five actually um, is Steel with Shaquille O'Neal. Um, okay. I uh, come on, it was so it was so campy. Shaquille O'Neal makes enough money that he could have done something cool. They with all the action movies that had been coming out at the time, Last Action Hero, you know, all these different people, he could have gotten in gear. He was fit at the time. He could have done something. And he didn't. He, he was just like, oh, I'm just going to put on this shitty looking armor and I'm going to get out. Look at me, kids. No. <laughs> and and on top of that, it's just a really large injustice to the character, Steel, who is fucking cool. He's a good guy and he's cool and he didn't deserve that. So at full transparency, this is one of my five that did or no, there's there's six, I guess. Uh, oh no, that one's there's five that I just haven't seen or I don't remember anything about. Of the of the five, this is the one that I can tell you. I don't know that I've ever seen it. Really? So, yeah, yeah, I know. You should, you should watch it just to see it. Shaquille O'Neal, and maybe there's a comic book movie Defender somewhere in the future for Steel. <laughs> I could see us doing one because I love the character. So like, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so my, in my head canon, I'm going to believe that Danny didn't mean Man of Steel. He meant Steel as his uh, number five worst one, and then we'll just move on. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. So uh, moving on to number four in the bottom five, uh, Danny has Batman Forever. And uh, I get why those Joel Schumacher films, people hate them. And, uh, yeah, it's funny because uh, Danny has such an affinity for Batman 66, and I've made the argument that these uh, these movies really need to be thought of as, uh, as you know, Joel Schumacher's take on that campiness of Batman 66. I also find it yeah. suspect that he put Batman Forever um, below Batman and Robin, because that is definitely the, the lesser of the Schumachers. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, this Bat- Batman Forever is Val Kilmer Batman versus George Clooney Batman. Uh, so I-, I disagree with you. I think it's my number nineteen of thirty-two. Um, yeah, no, it's my number sixteen of thirty-two. So it's right dead in the middle of my pack. So, and I, I have a lot of nostalgia for these films, so they they don't rank in my bottom. Like I said, my list is what I would like to watch. Do you have any yeah. thoughts, Blue? Oh, I didn't like the movie, but. I am a huge fan of Val Kilmer, and Val Kilmer may not be the best Batman, but he is definitely my favorite Bruce Wayne. So my number four, and this is probably going to be a hot take for some people, is The Dark Knight Rises. Uh, I do not like this movie, 
at all. I don't. Uh, I've tried to rewatch it. I've tried to engender good feelings. I'm not going to say there's. It's without merit, uh, but I do not enjoy Tom Hardy's Bane. Uh, I don't like. I just don't like a lot. And I love Anne Hathaway. I actually dig her Selena Kyle. Um, I love. I love. Uh, you know, Michael Caine as as Alfred. I think it's just uh, because. Batman Begins and The Dark Knight were were such movies, you know, towards the top for me that I just, uh, I don't know, just highly disappointed by it. And I think it's a, a bad movie. And I, I probably ranked it lower than I should have, but it's, it's right there for me. It's my my number four on uh, out of 32 movies, <laughs> even five movies that I, I don't remember or haven't watched. I rank it lower. <laughs> I rank it lower than some movies I haven't watched. <laughs> you know what? That's actually really fair because... Um, I, I just didn't like a lot of the banter between the two characters, like Bane and, and him, I didn't appreciate. And then I, I kind of felt like, yes, this Bane was a little more true to the comic book, like being smart and stuff, but I still feel like they underplayed him still a lot. So. Yeah, and I, I, didn't, I didn't even like the way they used Talia al Ghul. I felt she was wasted and uh, the movie's entirely too long. And uh, I'm supposed to care oh, about yeah. the stock market and Batman. I don't know. <laughs> and it was supposed to be like the when when Gotham ends up like with the bridges and it's no man's land or whatever. But it wasn't. It wasn't a good version of it. And, uh, and I'll say the, the television show Gotham did a better version of that. But it, it's not that much better. So, <laughs> so yeah, it was yeah. it was something. Lots of spectacle, no heart, some Batman. I just, I don't know. If, if Batman's going to be that broken, I want to see old man Batman. I don't want to see, uh, I don't know, 10 years later. I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. I felt it was weak. And I wish uh, I wish that he'd been able to actually uh, take all the Two-Face stuff out of The Dark Knight Rises and then just done a third movie all about Harvey Dent. That would have been awesome. Yeah, that would have been cool. So, uh, yeah, that's my number four, Dark Knight Rises. What about you, Blue? My number four is actually Justice League. I really, really disliked that roller coaster of trash. I just right. we're gonna punt because uh, it is higher on my list and higher on Danny's list. All right, well then that's what we're gonna do. And and presumably, just so you know, friends, we're talking about Joss Whedon's Justice League because uh, Blue has not seen Zack the Snyder Cut yet, and Danny's probably never gonna watch it. So there we go. So moving on to our number three worst DC film, Danny has Batman v Superman, <laughs> and uh, I don't I don't know what to say. It's it's not a great movie. It's uh it's my seventh worst uh, DC film. It's my in my number twenty one spot. <laughs> oh really? Well, it's also my third as well. It's like, okay. Same yeah. spot as him. So I mean, I I have it really low. It's in it's in like the bottom seven of the of the twenty seven films that I ranked. So yeah, it's uh it's not good. Uh, and of the the Snyder movies, and I'm talking about uh, Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, and then the, his Snyder cut. It is definitely the the weakest of them. Uh, definitely, it was just not. Mm. It was just Barca. No. <laughs> I no. I probably would have ranked it uh, higher on my list when it was newer because I still had a desire to go and and watch it and make an opinion. But now I have and I don't need to. So <laughs> that's fair. But I mean, it, it's your number three, Blue. So feel free to talk even more about it. Dude, there were so many things in it that I just didn't appreciate, like um, 
Doomsday. What the hell? You know what I mean? I, I could go on. Like, I didn't like a, a lot of the costuming, um, especially for Batman himself. I didn't appreciate, um, like, parts of the armor. Like, I get, like, they were going for a little more of the, the comic book look, but they made it look clunky. Like, old Iron Man clunky. And that's not good. That's not good at all. You know what I mean? He's yeah. got technology to make things better. And this is Batman we're talking about. He would have style with functionality. That's just who he is, so... And I, he, I would have appreciated something a little better. And he uses crazy guns, and yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, it, it, it is what it is. But the, the character that is created in Batman v Superman is used to great effect in Snyder's version of the Justice League. That's all I'll say. Oh, that's good. I'm glad. Yeah, yeah so my number three uh, is Halle Berry's Catwoman. That almost <laughs> made my list. It really uh, did. It uh, it is not a good movie, and I have no desire to uh, ever watch it again. As beautiful as uh, as Halle Berry as I can watch her, and many other things if I need to. Uh, yeah, it. Uh, <laughs> I'm all about the representation. I like having like uh, an African American actress play Selena Kyle. I have no issue with that whatsoever. But uh, I don't. There was like Egyptian mythology, and uh, and uh, some other stuff. I mean, it's sort of sad too because you got Benjamin Bratt and yeah. Sharon Stone. A lot of it just it was it was a hot mess. <laughs> that it was. And uh, yeah, it's one of those movies that like I've 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 blocked a lot of it out of my memory. Uh, there's, I mean, there's some action in there. Uh, and the budget was 100 million, and I think it made like 82.1 million. So this is a flop. Like the world, the world agreed. Exactly. Uh, and uh, but the thing, it's also not Selena Kyle. It's Patience Phillips, right? So because it's not Selena Kyle, that that was another really big thing for me. Yeah. So it's like a, a different version, but it's not even like centered in the Batman universe. It's just. Uh, it was it was problematic. It just was not a good movie, and I don't need to say much more about it. It just was really bad, and I don't want to see it anymore. So it is my third worst <laughs> DC film. <laughs> so we already did your number three, Blue, so we'll move on to number two, worst DC film. And uh, Danny's choice goes first, Joker, but that's a punt. Uh, we're going we're gonna to come back to it. That is a punt. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, and then uh, my number two uh, is also going to be a punt, I'm sure, because I know Danny's list is Joss Whedon's Justice League. So, yeah, we'll we'll come back to that at the number one, one spot for one of us. Uh, what is your number two, Blue? Number two is actually the Green Lantern with my boy uh, Ryan Reynolds. Um, I love Ryan Reynolds. He is a great person actor guy and i i enjoy a lot of the things that he does however this movie was the hottest garbage like ever and oh boy did it really make me mad i am a huge fan as um the wookie here is well aware um and some other folks are aware i am a huge fan of the green lantern series in general and um the fact that they went the direction that they did with this freaking movie like parallax was this yellow viscous goo 
creature. I was like, what the hell is going on? Everything was wrong. I didn't appreciate all the CGI. They had so much that they could have done so much better, and they just didn't. And I, 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 it hurt me on a spiritual and physical level. So that's how I felt. So, you know, what are your thoughts? Well, uh, this is my my sixth worst DC film, so it just barely missed my list. And honestly, Superman and three in it went back and forth, but ultimately it was that junkyard fight for Superman that sort of edged out for my number five. Uh, we we have defended this film. I do believe uh, on a CBM Defenders. I'm not sure which one we talked about it for sure. Uh, I think so. Now I'm like doubting myself. Uh, do you remember? Did we do a CBM Defenders on the Green Lantern? I'm pretty sure we tried and it didn't work too well. Yeah, I'm trying to think. We uh, yeah, it was like the second one we ever did. It was episode 67, I think. So. Yeah. yeah, we 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 try we did our best to defend it, but it's it's not a good superhero movie. It's not a good version. I mean, I really like the Oa stuff, uh, and well, I yeah, like Alien I, Planet looked pretty. I like Kilowog, but you're right, Parallax was horrible, and uh, like even with some of the good stuff. And I mean, when Ryan Reynolds is making fun of himself and killing himself in his other movies, it says something. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so I, I completely, like I said, and I, I'm not surprised that it is higher on your list knowing how you feel about Green Lantern. So it makes sense to me. Yeah, do you have more you wanted to say about it? I don't ever want to discuss it again. Okay, well, I can't promise that, but we will stop for now. So moving on to what <laughs> we we think is the, the worst DC live-action comic book movie. So Danny's number one. Uh, it's been punted up. He is Joss Whedon's Justice League. And me and Blue agree. This is my number two. This is Blue's number four. It, it's a it's a bad movie. Uh, it's so bad. It's it's such a train wreck. Like, what is going on through half of this movie? I, I don't know. And because the Snyder Cut exists, I will no longer tell people to watch it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So, uh, yeah. I, I, like I said, I don't want to do another review, but I think the, the Snyder Cut is far superior. Do I think that makes it one of the best DC films? We'll find out when we do our top five. Uh, but, you know, spoilers, no. <laughs> it's not in the top five, but it's <laughs> it's definitely not in the bottom five. Uh, so yeah, I uh, I think this movie is is not good. It's uh, has all sorts of things that I don't like that I think get fixed in the Snyder cut. Um, so yeah, Baby Mouse Superman and and the horribleness of Flash and Cyborg being sidelined and awful looking Steppenwolf and uh, Mother Boxes done wrong and uh, the weird Russian family and, <laughs> and I, that pissed me off a lot. Like. I, I don't understand why they were there J- just as hype men for that one moment. I just don't understand. Cause somebody decided uh, in the reshoots that we needed to care about human beings in the midst of the fight against parademons and, and Steppenwolf, I guess. Really dumb. It's really dumb. And uh, yeah, it's totally fixed in the Snyder cut. So, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah, but I don't, I don't really want to say much more about it. It's, it's a bad movie, and uh, frankly, to me, even though it's the canon film, uh, it doesn't exist anymore. So, yep, who on it? Yeah. 
Yeah, Ooh. it's gone. But uh, as as anybody who's figured out based on punts, both me and Blue's uh, worst comic book film uh, is the same. It is Joker. Yeah. I will never forget the feeling we had when we walked out. I was sipping on my cup of drink. You looked at me, and then you looked back down, and then you looked at me again. You said, I, I really kind of hated that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, and then Danny didn't tell us. He, like, left us in suspense where we wondered if we were crazy and we were going to have, like, a seminal moment in our friendship where we disagreed. <laughs> Actually, like, that's because Danny had to pee real bad and he didn't because he knew that the moment he started yelling, he would probably pee himself. So, <laughs> Is that he what he said? So mad. Yeah, because he was so mad. That, <laughs> and then once he was done peeing, he was like, okay, now I can go on a rant. And that's when he started yelling, remember? Yeah. He was like, if it weren't for you guys being there, I would have walked out of that theater. <laughs> oh, and he blames us for going to see it. Like, the only reason that he went to go see it was because of us. Yeah, that's true. And uh, I don't I don't know if that's true. I don't remember any, like, arm twisting that was involved. Insane, but, like, he, you know, he likes to hang out. So, yeah. <laughs> like, literally, this movie is just garbage. I've only seen it once in my life. I realize that's a hot take, and there are a lot of people that love, love, love Joker and will probably put it in their top five. That That's fine. I just don't get it. And I probably yeah, never, I. probably never will get it. And, uh, yeah, like, I, I don't, I really, I don't, I don't know what else to say. I'm actually looking, uh, for the, for the title of our, our spoiler for it. Oh, it's, uh, Fuzzballs episode 165. You can find it, find it on anchor.fm slash laugh dash it dash up dash fuzzball. So episode 165, uh, it's titled, they said the name of the movie in the movie. And it's an hour and three minutes of me, Blue, and Danny crapping all over Joker. (laughs) It's it's pretty phenomenal. (laughs) And it's not a comic book movie Defenders. It's just uh, us having some feelings and needing to vent. I I, I don't think I could defend that movie. I don't think I could at all. I thought about it today. And the only way is if um, it wasn't a Joker film and it was actually a study of mental illness... Uh, with a guy that dressed up like a clown and it was unaffiliated 100% with DC, didn't have Batman or any of that stuff. Okay, fine. You know, I probably wouldn't think it was the worst movie I'd, I'd ever seen. I don't know that I think it's the worst movie I've ever seen, but as far as like comic book movies, I just despise it yeah. and I don't want to watch it anymore. Yeah, 100%. And I, I think that the performance by Joaquin Phoenix is amazing. He acted his ass off, uh, but that doesn't mean it's a good movie. <laughs> I mean, he did, and he did. He was really freaking good, but, like, at what cost? Like, I disliked that movie so much that it made me mad that uh, the the lady that scored it won an Academy Award. And that's not fair, because, like, the score probably is really good. I just can't tell you because I don't like the movie. Exactly. So, yeah. Like, I think that's awesome that a lady composer, like, you know, got the recognition. But I, I just, yeah, I don't think it's a good movie. I don't like it. Sorry. It's my worst live-action DC now, I guess I should say, people are probably like, what are the five movies that you didn't see, Wook? Okay, so the five movies that didn't even make it into my contention for the list, if you're wondering, are uh, The Return of Swamp Thing, the sequel. I don't remember it. Like, I'm... Really? No memory of it, so it's not fair. I can't can't rank it. It's probably campy and silly, and I probably love it. Uh, also, probably not a good movie, but that's fine. Supergirl, I think I saw it when it first came out. It's on uh, HBO Max, Hibbo Max, and I've been meaning to to revisit it. I just haven't yet. 
So I do know that the the lady that plays uh, Kara is uh, the mom, the adopted mother of Supergirl on the DCW show, which is cool. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, Steel, I don't think I've ever seen it. And if I did, it was a long time ago and I forgot it. I also have never seen the Jonah Hex movie. Uh, so I watched that and one. The last... that one's pretty good. Yeah, it's also available, I think, on Hippo Max. I just haven't gone to it. And then Constantine, which blew. We just got to figure out when I'm going to watch it with you. So I just haven't seen it. So it's not fair if I've seen it for me to to rank it in any of those things. That one and Jonah Hex. Yeah, right on. We could maybe do a double feature. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, heck yeah. Okay, so moving from our our negative nastiness, we're going to move to our our best five. What we think are the best live action DC films. Um, And we're going to go from five and work our way to one. And uh, starting with Danny, he's not here to defend himself, but his number five is Wonder Woman. And it is an excellent movie. It It really is. is. It's my number. It's my number eight. So it broke my top ten. And uh, yeah, I love it. I, I, I know what it means so much to everybody. I think Patty Jenkins hit the nail on the head. Going back to World War One, I, I think everything is good. I mean, is it a little messy in the third act? Lots of superhero movies are. So, you know what I mean? It doesn't take away from my enjoyment of it. Uh, I do wish uh, she had a little more agency and it was less about the love of a man, but that's okay. Oh, you know, same. It's fine. Uh, still a immensely enjoyable movie. And, uh, yeah, so Wonder Woman. I, I agree with you, Danny. It's a good movie. Like I said, it's my number eight. I don't know um, where it It was also uh, number five. It was also number five for me. Oh, number five for you. Sweet. Yeah. Because I, I had to change up my whole list after we had that chat. <laughs> okay, so talk yeah. more about it, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, I thought it was absolutely great. It's it's a very uh, girl power movie, um, despite the little love thing. Um, just the way Gal Gadot kind of uh, portrayed the character, uh, she, she did such a great job. Um, I think her time in the military really helped her with that. Uh, she knows how to, like, really be, you know, like hey, this needs to get done. Like, she has a commanding figure, and I like that about her. She's she's awesome. Nice. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's lovely. Uh, it makes you more excited for, for more from Gal Gadot and, uh, and her Diana Prince. It's a, it's a lovely film. There's, there's not much more to say. I just really, really dig it. So, uh, and that's Blue's number five, so we'll move on to number four. Uh, Danny's number four best is uh, Batman Begins. And, uh, wow. yeah, yeah, that's, wow. uh, I, I dig the movie. I think I have Batman Begins number 11 on my list. Uh, actually the one that edged it out was Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> so <laughs> that's my number 10 on the list. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, a it's an enjoyable movie. Like it, it cracked my top half of the, of the films. I, I think it's good. I don't like it as much as, uh, as the middle movie. But, you know, like, I, I get it. A lot of people swear by it. So, and it's a neat Batman origin story. Uh, there's a nice twist for Rachel Ghoul and, yeah, and Scarecrow. Yeah, it's a, it's per- perfectly serviceable. Yeah, Do you have exactly. any thoughts on it, Blue? No, I, I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, it, it's fun. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, moving on to your number four, Mr. Bl- or is it my number four? My number four, right? Yeah, it's yours first. So my number four, my man, Aquaman. Uh, Only reason it's not on my list is because I haven't seen it yet. Oh, really? Oh, Blue, we need to rectify that. I need to watch that one and Shazam. 
Oh my goodness, Blue, we need to rectify both of those. How have you not seen either of them? We're having a, a quadruple feature, huh? <laughs> yeah, I think I think so. But James Wan directing this film, I've talked about it. I this movie should I should not have enjoyed this movie as much as I did. But we saw this uh, double feature for Christmas Eve when it came out. Me and Heather saw this and Into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse is a better movie, but we're not talking Marvel. Um, but yeah, I, it's long, but I don't even care. Uh, just Jason Momoa, bro siding, king of the brotion. Uh, I have such a bromance with his Aquaman. And and, and I, I just love everything going on with Arthur Curry from uh, the backstory of the DH and Nicole Kidman and Boba Fett. And uh, Tamara Morrison, that's his name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to, to everything. I just, I, I, I love it very, very much. I, uh, it, it's, and like I said, my list is based off the movies I want to watch. Right meow. And uh, I, I really enjoy that Aquaman film very, very much. In fact, it almost edged out higher, but I had to, had to temper myself. I, I really, I really think it, like, so my best five, I'm not saying these are the best films. They're just what I think are the films worth watching, enjoyable. So, yeah, Aquaman, so good. Nice. That's good. Blue, Blue what's your number four? Uh, my number four is Swamp Thing, the 1982 yeah. version. Uh, that movie is absolutely bad. It's bad. It's not a good movie, but it's so good at the same time because, like, it's so campy for its time, but it really introduced me to like Swamp Thing as a character. And um, I was just so enamored with this green, swampy, planty creature and uh, all the toys and the, the comics and the the um, uh, cartoon series that had come out after, you know, the movie um, in syndication. I was just enamored as a child. And I remember I had bought this figure of Swamp Thing that had, like, a retractable arm with a little rope on it and everything. So nice. it was meant to be, like, the vine arm. And I would have him, like, grab my other superheroes and stuff. It was great. Because I, I also had, like, you know, the X-Men uh, action figures and stuff like that. And I'd be like, yeah, he's a comic book hero, too. He's from DC. I start putting him with all these people. And it, it was a good time. It was a good so time. You know I love the movie. It was great. Lou, you know I love Swamp Thing so much, like more than just our Swamp Litigator joke. Like I, I love the uh, character so much. Um, I don't remember all that much about the Wes Craven directed movie except for how much I liked it. I have not watched it recently. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, uh, it has been a long time. I remember loving it so much. It is probably responsible for my future feelings about Swamp Thing. I put it uh, number eighteen. It just kept dropping because I can't remember all that much about it except for the explosion. And the, the moderately okay special effects. I mean, honestly, if it wasn't for that Swamp Thing television show, which I love so much, uh, it would probably even be higher. Uh, but Derek Mears and that suit they built for the for the, the show on... Uh, well, they re, they replayed it on the DCW, but it was on the DC All Access or whatever, which is now Hippo Max. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't checked to see if Swamp Thing's available on the Hippo Max. I think it may still be on like the DCW app or the CW app or something. But yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoy it. I, I respect so much that it's tie on your list. Uh, I just, yeah, it's 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 down there. Like, but it's not a, you know what I mean? I'll I'll actually at the end I'll give you my list all the way to twenty seven just so you know it since I did it. <laughs> all right. But, uh, oh, actually, I'm I'm looking at the uh, the pictures of the film. It was uh, Swamp Thing Returns was the one that I that I was thinking of. 
Uh, Are you serious? It's yeah, the second it was, one. Yeah, it was the second one. Swamp Thing Returns. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that one was directed by Wes Craven. No, I don't think so. But this one was uh, still just as freaking amazing. Um, and the uh, the outfit was what what really got to me because Did they he keep looked... the same effects or. Yes, the the same effects as the first one. Um, like all the practical stuff. Uh, I I be- it, believe it was the same actor and everything, but uh. Really good, really good. And to be honest, I, I loved both movies, but like you know, whatever. It's fine. yeah. Well, I'm yeah. looking at it. So Anton Arcane and Abby Arcane. So uh, the ooh, brunette better. I'll say that than the blonde. Gigi the parrot. Uh, <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know. Dick Durock played the Swamp Thing. Uh, the Return of the Swamp Thing is the name of the movie. Uh, I'm trying to find the cast real quick for the Wes Craven. Yeah, Dick Duroc is the Swamp Thing. So, oh, what's yeah. yeah. Uh, great actor. Loved him as Swamp Thing. Both off- outfits are awesome. Uh, I think the second one was a bit more earthy and planty, which I, I liked more. Um, but in the first movie, uh, I feel like the monsters were cooler. Like his enemy oh. monsters were cooler. Yeah. But I whatever. Think- I think what I remember about the Return of the Swamp Thing is I liked it because we didn't have to do the origin story and we got right into the Swamp Thing action. Exactly, which is rad. Yeah, yeah so like I, I have childhood memories of both those movies, but but not more than that. Like I said, I didn't even rank Return of the Swamp Thing on my list just because I remember more about the Wes Craven one. <laughs> but I love, so, I love both of them. So I, I, I support that 100%. So the number three... Moving up for Danny, his number three is Superman 78. So the the Donner Superman, the one that started it all. Uh, so I'm not sure if Danny's ranking it there because uh, because of nostalgia uh, or what. It's my number 12 on my list, so it's it's high up on my list. Uh, but there's so many films, it's hard. You know what I mean? Um, but it's Chris, Christopher Reeves as as Superman, it's so good. I've watched it recently. It doesn't hold up, but that doesn't mean I don't love it. <laughs> I actually watched it with Heather, and she was like, "Oh, this is interesting." <laughs> so, ever seen yeah. it before? I don't think she had, or if she had, it been a long time. That's so yeah, that's too bad. It would have been really good when she was a kid. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but it's a it's a lovely film, and it it trans basically Superman and Superman Two are like one long film, to be honest. So it, it's good. I, I appreciate that Danny has it high on his list, but uh, his list is also very nostalgic other than Wonder Woman. So, yeah. 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 So moving on, my number three is a film the blue as a scene. Shazam! Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I'm sure it would have scored high. I'm sure it would. It's, it's so much fun. Of all the modern DC films, uh, Aquaman and Shazam are the ones that are the most fun. And uh, often when I read comic books, I read comic books to have fun. And uh, uh, Zachary Levi as, as the, the God version and the kid who plays Billy Batson and uh, everything going on with it. It's just really good. They, it, it's just so, so freaking enjoyable. And it's one of those like blue, like, I can't believe you haven't seen it. Like I left that theater just feeling so so good like I, i'd had such a good time awesome. i think i think i must have gone to see it with danny then i thought i'd seen it with you but i guess not <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it definitely wasn't me <laughs> yeah uh 2019 and uh david f sandberg a horror director doing it so there there are there's a one scene in particular that is definitely 
uh, scary. It very much reminded me of uh, Spider-Man 2 with Doc Ock's like uh, arms coming to life, like that sort of vibe. So uh, the Seven Deadly Sins are in it. Billy Badson, uh, definitely the Rock of Eternity, and uh, the Ancient Wizard Shazam, <laughs> and uh, Doc Savannah is the bad guy. And there's uh, Billy Batson and his, his uh, sibling friends, who aren't his siblings, they're like foster kids. Uh, but Mark Strong is Thaddeus Savannah. He was very strong. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, I did. I, there was a disconnect between Zachary Levi and the kid, but that's to be expected because uh, one's an adult and one's a teenager. Uh, but Jack Dylan Grazer from uh, the It movie played Freddie Freeman, and I really enjoyed his portrayal. Um, and Chaman Hansu as uh, the Wizard Shazam was a nice twist. I like that, Ben. Uh, and also, like, I really, like, have to like this movie in a way because the actress that plays uh, Mary is Grace Fulton, who is actually the little sister of one of my friends that I worked Halloween Haunt with. Nice. So, yeah, so cool. it's really, really cool that, uh, you know, you know, Seven Degrees of Wookiee <laughs> connects, me, connects me to Mary Marvel. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was, it was cute as hell and fun. And whenever it's on, I, I don't turn the channel. I, uh, enjoy it and, uh, it's cute and it's, uh, good for kids, although it's a little scary and I, I think it's a good movie. Yeah. And I rank it number three on my movies that I want to watch right meow. That is and, awesome. And I know Danny's like, you're wrong. I can't believe you. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, fine. I'll read my whole list. At least so you know where I rank everything. So blue, what's your number three? Number three is going to be The Watchmen. Okay, so you I, did leave this on your list. I did leave it on my list, yeah. Okay, first off, because Danny's going to disagree with you, explain why you consider this a DC live action. Uh, I consider this a DC live action because uh, The Watchmen and all their characters were recently in the DC comics with um, the Doomsday Clock um, series, which is... Um, a really big event that happened for DC and was basically what kicked off the new 52 that pretty much everything that's happened to DC comics for the last couple of years has been because of like Dr. Manhattan and all that stuff. So they are like now fully Canon DC characters, like um, a kind of a multiverse in their multiverse. And as a matter of fact, in one of the multiverses during one of the final crises, it was revealed that one of the multiverse Dr. Manhattans is actually Superman. So, yeah, I think that constitutes as putting it into the DC universe. I, I agree. I think it's a good film. I actually did end up putting it into my, uh, my, my 27 film ranking, which is really 28. The reason I didn't put it in there is because I uh, wasn't sure about how I felt with DC live action. Just like we talked about uh, V for Vendetta behind the scenes because it's uh, Vertigo. Uh, I didn't include that either because that'd be my number one. Duh. Now, that would have also been my number one, like, hands down. But I also agree with you on that one because despite the fact that Vertigo comics, yes, they do have um, – they are part of DC. You have not seen – we have not seen any kind of, like um, – cross over between right so nor nor will you i imagine exactly so i i was like okay that's fair because you know we we don't get any crossover with the universe so we don't know if it actually exists within you know what i mean at least right. like with something like the sandman i think sandman when it originally came out was vertigo comics wasn't it 
Um, yeah. I believe it was, yeah. But Sandman has crossover, you know what I mean? And now when this Sandman stuff comes out, I would definitely consider Sandman in the DC, uh, the DC realm. 100%. So I'm I'm gonna share this just because I think it's funny. This is a dive into our our group text that we have with the the two Daniels and me. But uh, Blue was saying the same thing about how Watchmen are DC proper now. And I said, you know, they definitely can be. And Danny says, that's a stretch. Laugh out loud. And here's what Blue said. He said, how is that a stretch? He basically said, oh, sorry, Superman. I didn't mean to fuck up everything and everyone you know and love. Guess I'll just watch you from here on out. You know, like a man who watches things like a Watchman. Exactly. <laughs> and Blue, I laughed for a good, like, two, three minutes at this comment. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, it's so good. I'm going to share it on the podcast. I have to, <laughs> especially if you kept it on your list. I uh, I approve. Uh, in my rankings, if I consider the DC live action film, it does not crack my top five. I will say that. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I just really like the grittiness of the movie. I think they, the fact that they were brave enough to stick with some of the the paneling that they went with in the uh, the book like i was like oh that was brave like the the entire part where uh, dr manhattan is on mars with uh the silk specter and he like has that big machine come down that he has yeah. i was like wow i can't believe they they actually went with that design like yeah that's that's a lot but they did and uh they went with a lot of the the themes and the and the uh, the story and i was very impressed i was impressed i think it does suffer from i enjoy the comic a little bit more um although when i saw the watchman movie i will tell you that i thought them not doing the squid ending was wonderful until i watched watchman on hbo and they used the squid and i was like oh i was wrong <laughs> <laughs> that's funny Cause, yeah because they yeah so yeah, it's but uh, it's it's great. I like I like the actors. You know, Henry Dean Morgan uh, is the comedian. Uh, it's it's enjoyable. It's really enjoyable, and even more so if you know like the history of the Watchmen and how that all shakes out. You know, Alan yeah, Moore exactly. not being able to use the original characters, and I think that's very interesting. You know, uh, is it Jeff Johns that did uh, Doomsday Clock? I believe taking bringing everything into the fold, and it's yeah. you know the whole uh, Doctor. Dr. Manhattan stuff is tied much more than just the, the Doomsday Clock comic. They uh, they did the button crossover with Batman and Flash. And yeah, Jeff Johns, penciler, Gary Frank, colorist, Brad Anderson. So yeah, glad my brain worked for that. <laughs> so I, I I appreciate you having it in your, your top five. I, it's, I think it is Zack Snyder's best comic book film that he's done. You know? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, and you definitely see the tone that you get later in some of his other stuff, but it's enjoyable. So moving on to our number two, Danny's number two, pure nostalgia is Batman 66. It's it's a good nostalgic film, no doubt wow. about it whatsoever. Uh, yeah. This is my, my number nine in my ranking, so I, I also ranked it pretty high. Uh, I also, though, had forgotten about it until, like, to consider as one of the films until I looked. Me and Danny both love the classic Batman 66 stuff, so I'm not surprised that he has it really high. Uh, but I, I do think there's movies that are better than it. Uh, but that's fine. You know, Danny's not here to defend himself. I don't know what besmirch his honor. You know, he, he obviously has a nostalgia. And it's it's pure and wonderful. <laughs> Sometimes you can't get rid of a bomb. Am I right, Danny? <laughs> it's a cute movie, if we're being honest. It is a it is. cute movie. 
And I mean, hats off to them. They did Riddler, Joker, Penguin, and Catwoman, and it wasn't muddy. It worked. So, yeah. And it's also interesting. They did the first season of the Batman television show, and then they did this film, and then they went to the second season. And honestly, a lot of the reason the props and sets get better for the second season of uh, classic Batman is because they use stuff from the movie. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually learning a lot about uh, the Batman 66, like the television show. Uh, through Ralph Garman and Kevin Smith, since they can't do Hollywood Babylon right now, they're actually going back and doing uh, uh, two episodes. They, they're doing Batman 66 you know, by two episode arc, and it's pretty great. So I've learned a lot. And uh, mm-hmm. me and Danny definitely went to the museum in Hollywood to see like props and stuff. Uh, I, I definitely have great nostalgia for this, and, and I appreciate that it's high on the list. If I'd done a top 10, it would have been in my top 10 for sure. And Danny would have said punt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my number two, uh, I'm going to say the name of it, but I'm going to have to save it because it's uh, somebody's number one is Batman Returns. So from uh, wherever wherever he is, he says the words, (laughs) (laughs) so Blue, what's your number two? My number two is Batman uh, 1989 version with uh, Michael Keaton. Yeah, Yeah. uh, Yeah. Batman Returns is also, I I would say they kind of tie. I can watch this movie over and over and over again, and I have. Um, I think the the original Batman's, the Tim Burton ones, were just phenomenal. They were great. They were super cool. Uh, also, um, a lot of people don't know this, but that was my favorite Batmobile. Was in uh, the original Batman or the the Batman 1989 version. I think uh, Tim Burton's Batmobile was the best Batmobile, and I will die on that hill. Uh, I, I enjoy it very much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Batman 100%. 89 is my number seven. Uh, maybe my number nice. six, because I was waffling back and forth between those two movies. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, I, did I, do, I didn't do my number five. <laughs> <laughs> you did? I just realized, no. I, I thought didn't. you did. did. Did we talk about the Birds of Prey movie? We did not. <laughs> we did not. We talked about Wonder Woman at number five. So going back, rewind. Oh, my God. So my number five is Birds of Prey. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I also went with Girl Power and uh, went with Colorful Amazingness, a script by Christina Hodson. Uh, I think uh, the the movie was great. Like I, I loved it. I've watched it. Many times when it came out on Hippo Max, I made sure to to rewatch it again. Uh, it yeah, Mary Elizabeth Winstead coming back. Uh, yeah, some of the characters aren't exactly how they are in the comics, but that's okay. But Renee Montoya and Harley Quinn. Joe, what, what the hell did you just say? Because I never watched Birds of Prey. Did you just say Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in that movie? Yes. I need to watch this fucking movie. <laughs> It's yeah, yeah. She's 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 in the film blue. <laughs> With your love of Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Margot Robbie, Harleen Quinzel, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead plays the Huntress. Uh um, the Huntress? Yeah, Journey Smollett Bell, who everybody knows from Lovecraft Country, plays uh Dinah Lance Black Canary. Uh Renee Montoya is in it, Victor Zaz, Cassandra Kane. Uh, and uh, Ewan McGregor as Roman Sionis, The Black Mask. And uh, it's lovely. It's a great film. I love it very much. I almost ranked it higher. Like, Aquaman, Shazam, and Birds of Prey were in this weird, like, jumping back and forth before I, like, just made a decision. <laughs> I about to love this movie, too. 
so I think it, I think it is funny that uh, we all had girl power number five, uh, Birds of Prey, sandwiched by Wonder Woman. And I, I believe the only reason this isn't on Blue's list, like Aquaman and Shazam, is because he hasn't seen any of them. Yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, going yeah. back to the Batmobile, though, I sorry, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, there's only um, one other TV car that made me like go, holy crap, um, this is awesome. And it was from the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Um, Ooh, yeah. The vehicle that was in, which, by the way, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, um, if it were a DC comic book, would have definitely been up there. Um, because, holy shit, I love that movie. Even though, you know, poor Sean Connery hated it and the critics hated it, but I thought it was fucking great. Oh anyway, enjoyed, the car from that I enjoyed one that movie very much. Movie. Yeah. It's a it's a damn good movie. Strayed really far from the comics, but in a good way. Yeah, yeah. They they added Tom Sawyer, but and and I hadn't read the comics until you loaned them to me, and they're really good. But I can see how it'd be hard to make a movie from it. It's a uh, it's a little more yeah. disjointed for like for Alan Moore, yeah. 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 Definitely so uh, a little more disjointed. It's funny because you talk about movie cars, and uh, I agree, uh, Burton's Batmobile. I really like that car from League of Extraordinary. And for some reason, the the 1964 Chrysler Imperial Black Beauty from the Green Hornet movie, like, yes. oh, it's so pretty. <laughs> Heck yeah. So uh, yeah, like, I don't, I, yeah, the Green Hornet movie wasn't so great, but man, that car is pretty. Mm. So. But yeah, Batman '89 is wonderful. Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson. I think uh, one one of my rubs is uh, I don't think Jack Nicholson's portrayal of the Joker has has aged as well for me. So I uh, but I, I quote him, so it, that's not fair. I just I think I'm more partial to a crazy psychopathic Joker than gangster Joker. Yeah, I don't know. I, that's that's not fair. I love the film. It's in my top ten. You know, it's my it's my either my number six or my number seven. Depends on whether it's probably it's my number six. <laughs> I'm gonna call it my number six because I'm looking at what's above it and I'm like, no, that that's not a thing. <laughs> so yeah, I, I can't rank that higher. So <laughs> so yeah, it's my it's my number six and I really I really enjoy it. So just barely missed my top five. Yeah. And I feel guilty. I wanted to put it up there, but. If uh, if I had my druthers, just those other movies are more colorful and fun right now. So, and I've seen it so many times, so I don't have to rank it higher, you know. You're right. So, uh, but yeah, Batman '89 is lovely, wonderful. If you haven't seen it, go back. And uh, you've ne- you don't know what it was like to be. I was nine years old. It was summer, and the hype for this movie, uh, Batman Fever, was real. And and we all could not wait to see this. And we all saw it and we weren't disappointed. And we all wanted to be Batman and we all wanted to fight Joker in a cathedral tower. And I was in New York at the time, so there was a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> I even got a, a, a fake gun that shot a bang flag because I liked the movie so much. <laughs> wow, that is awesome. So, uh, yeah, I found it in a joke shop uh, a couple months later. And uh, Kim Basinger, even though, like, she's used in a weird way, like, man, yeah. And uh, who, or no, Kim Basinger is not used in a weird way. I'm thinking of the actress that plays uh, plays uh, Joker's lady. Um, I mean, I think the, the biggest problem with Batman 89 is uh, with the Jack Napier stuff and the Batman origin. You know what I mean? Okay, that's fair. But then in uh, the... the um, 
I think it's the White Knight comic where uh, Jack Napier is like going after uh, Batman's privilege. Uh, it's pretty really interesting. <laughs> so I, I don't completely dislike it if it's done right. Yeah, and, uh, I think it was done right in uh, Tim Burton's portrayal. And I would have liked to have seen uh, his third movie with uh, with with Harvey Dent. Yeah, I think it would have yeah. been cool. With uh, Billy D. Williams, Lando Calrissian himself playing Harvey Dent, that would have been very interesting. I've enjoyed it. Yeah. So moving on to our number ones. Uh, sorry for that. Back back to number five. But I was just looking at the list and I'm like, man, I didn't even talk about that movie. <laughs> I'm a bad host. <laughs> but Danny's number one is Batman Returns. So he has he Tim Burton is up there. Uh, and like like Blue said, you know, it could be either or for him. Uh, it's my number two. Uh, I I enjoy as much as I enjoy Batman '89. I like Batman Returns even more. Uh, I just rank it as my number two because I rank another film higher. Um, but yeah, it's uh it's incredibly good. It's uh what to, what to say? Like I I think it works with Catwoman and uh, and Penguin, Danny DeVito's Penguin, as as grossly different from the comics as it is. I really, really enjoy it. Yeah, and Danny then, DeVito was amazing in that movie. I loved him. I thought it was great. Christ, Christopher Walken himself is as as Max Max. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Christopher Walken so much. He's so weird. Batman, are you gonna kill me already? I don't even know if that's my line, but it sounds like something I would have said. <laughs> and uh, technically, a Christmas movie. It all takes place around Christmas. I mean, yeah. Uh, 1992. We only had to wait three years, and uh, yeah, it just was really good. It it, it expanded that universe, and uh, gave you more more for Michael Keaton's Batman. And uh, if you were in for Batman '89, you were going to be in for this. Uh, it was it was so incredibly good. And yeah, I don't. I mean, Catwoman doing somersaults out of Max Shrek's store, saying meow, and it explodes. Iconic. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and I, I like the way they did Selena Kyle, Meow, uh, meow. Michael Go. As as much as I like Michael Caine as as Alfred Pennyworth, to me Michael Go will always be Alfred Pennyworth. He just was Alfred so perfect, and I wanted cucumber sandwiches from him very very much. Uh, they also had carnies and circus and penguins, uh, and even Paul Rubens playing uh, the father of of Oswald Cobblepot <laughs> in a brief oh, brief that's moment. Right, I forgot about that. Yeah, where in fact they brought him back in Gotham to play the father of Oswald Cobblepot, and it was a nice little nod. That is awesome. Remind me to tell you a funny story about Paul Rubens. Yeah. I think my favorite Easter egg of uh, Batman Returns is that Doug Jones, the fish man himself from uh, Shape of Water, played the thin clown member of Penguin's Gang. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. So, yeah. So <laughs> him him way back. But uh, it, it, this movie's great. I, I agree, Danny. It's a really great movie. We just disagree by one spot. So, yeah. It's... Uh, it's it's very very fun. It's silly. It's it's campy, but it's still got its dark and serious side. There's definite death in it. Um, and uh, if you want to see the performance of a career with Michelle Pfeiffer, it's it's worth it alone for that. And uh, more more awesome Batmobile action. And uh, yeah, it's just really good. I don't I don't know if I really need to say anything more about it. Blue. I mean, what else do we need to cover? I mean, the movie was just. Fantastic. All the little penguins coming out with their little rockets and stuff, like sported up, and then 
getting all set. They're like, oh, we don't get to shoot. Oh, and he's dead. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> I, I just <laughs> wonder. So this weird. this didn't make your top five, but is it is it nipping at the edge? Is it close? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I'd say like a number seven. Okay, fair enough. All right, so my number one, uh, it, it should be obvious. It's the fucking Dark Knight. Like that that movie is it's 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 unassailable. It's unimpeachable. It is it is a perfect Batman movie. And to be one hundred percent honest, the reason Batman eighty nine did not make it into my top five is I already had two Batman movies in my top five, and I'm not a Batman guy. That's the crazy thing. Like. I just enjoy the Batman movies, and I enjoy the Batman comics, but he's not my favorite superhero. I think I'm a closet Batman lover. I just don't want to admit it, because I'm totally okay with Shawnee <laughs> loving Batman and saying, Batman. He found a Batman toy today that you push the back and it punches, and he was like, Batman. I'm like, that's right, Batman. <laughs> but uh, I think I just want to be the big blue boy scout. I think it's because I really love Superman. I, I really oh. do. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, it's... Uh, it's it's so yeah batman 89 like tuckered down just because i didn't want a complete batman list <laughs> for the top five but we have a lot of batman in our top five including birds of prey which is in the batman universe that, um, that's also true but but dark knight i i mean i think if i remember right in our comic book movie top 10 i think this was my number one in there too uh where my number two was scott pilgrim versus the world but uh, yeah, the Dark Knight, Heath Ledger's performance of of Joker. I never knew I wanted to see that that rendition of Joker, but it's honestly like who I think of when I think of Joker now. Um, they, it, I mean, yeah, it's a little muddy with the Harvey Dent stuff. It's not really used to great effect, but I enjoyed it. I really, really did enjoy it very much. Um, the story, it it's crisp. It's, I mean, I think it's like a. I don't even know how long the movie is. Uh, it's like two two hours and something i don't i don't have it up in front of me yeah, but um but you don't feel it you know what i mean you don't feel like christopher nolan just did so good and the problem is it's so so good that i think it for me it sort of casts aspersions on the other films in the dark knight trilogy where i think batman begins is totally acceptable but it gets us to this point and where dark knight rises misses the mark you know what I mean? So where that's it's fair. so high so high for me in my top five, that's one of the reasons Dark Knight Rises falls so low for me. Um, but yeah, what there, there's, it's just so good. If you haven't seen it, do yourself a favor. This movie, when we saw it, just blew us away with uh, you know, elements of The Killing Joke, elements of The Long Halloween. Um, and definitely like with, with some of the, you know, it has connections to even like the original stuff with Bill Finger. It's just really, really freaking good. The score is very enjoyable it's uh, 152 minutes so it's two hours and 32 minutes so yeah it's a longer movie it really yeah. is but uh just that opening sequence with the joker gang you know what i mean it's just so freaking good and i like that it, it dealt into the criminal world with, like sal Maroni, um and even like you know the stuff going to hong kong for the chinese audience <laughs> although don't don't fool yourself completely because there's there's a lot of interesting political stuff with like hong kong and taiwan and china that i'm not going to get into on this podcast oh, um yeah. but yeah it's uh it's good and, and it, it's dark in the end with with uh batman making decisions yeah, you know what i mean it, it really is and heath ledger deserved his posthumous actor and he honestly died because of the role you know what i mean it is a role that killed him yeah yeah he acted so well. And I Gary Oldman as James Gordon. I really like Aaron Eckhart as Harvey Dent. I thought it was really great. Uh, a little weird having Maggie Gyllenhaal like, come in as Rachel, but that's fine. And Morgan Freeman as Lucius Fox. Inspired. 
Uh, and yeah, it's it's just lovely. Sc- Screenplay by David Esquire. It, it's just a great movie. I love it. It's my number one, and it, it probably will be until until DC makes a movie that knocks it out. You know what I mean? And ho- I hope someday they do. But it's it's a t- it's a tall order, it really is. Yeah. So Blue, what's your number one? Okay, so you really need to watch this movie, and we're going to watch it together. Um, it is it is Constantine with uh, Keanu Reeves, which by the way. So so here's my thing about this movie, right? This is a great movie. Um, from the Constantine that you know right now, just keep in mind that it's, it is Keanu Reeves. And you know Keanu Reeves is, is, is a little darker. And you know how he, um, when he says certain lines, this is very much a almost like um, a Neo kind of character, but like Neo after the wars and stuff like that. So he's very dark, very... Very much like um, uh, I'm kind of over it type of, of Constantine. You know what I mean? And it's really, really fun um, because it's, it's intriguing um, the way he kind of goes back and forth with the, the magic stuff. Uh, it's, it's really, how do I say? Blue, you uh, cut out there. You said you were saying it's really, really something. Oh, I, because I stopped talking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But uh it's it's because I was trying I'm trying to let my brain catch up with my mouth. Um so the the film itself just goes into so many different things that I and I don't want to spoil it for you because I really want you to watch this movie, but I also want you to keep in mind that this Constantine is like the Constantine who is very depressed and angry. And then at the end of the movie is where you can definitely see him becoming like the the bit more of a um constantine from the comic books okay so uh, i have one question is he dying of cancer in the film yes awesome <laughs> and uh yeah i want to see this so much and you having a number one like speaks volumes for it i know you really really like this movie i just haven't gone gone around to it i love swamp things so of course i love i love constantine like he, mm-hmm. he comes in the alan moore swamp thing which i which i hold up so high that's probably what i think is alan moore's best work to be honest um but yeah like and and i enjoy constantine on legends of tomorrow i think uh that actor does a wonderful job with them mm-hmm. uh, but i've heard lots of good things about this movie and people being excited about them maybe rediving in and exploring more for it so yeah, I think I think that's great. And uh, Constantine, like I know I know his backstory, so I probably know like the the beats of the movie to be honest. Oh yeah, <laughs> you probably do because it is based off of the uh, Hellblazer um, comics, so it's it's pretty rad. And like a lot of the characters that they bring in are really cool. I'm gonna say uh, one of the actresses, Tilda Swinton, is in there and phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. One of my favorite characters in the film. I love Tilda um, Swinton. Yeah, I I do too. Love Tilda we'll, Swinton so we'll, much. We'll but... we'll figure this out. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm going back to work pretty soon, but grad school is ended, so we will figure this out. We'll 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 figure it out. Absolutely. <laughs> but watch the movie. It's great. Uh, it's a wild ride, and I've seen it so many times. Of all the movies that are on this list, I have watched this one more than any of them. So is this movie your Thor Ragnarok? Basically, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. All right, so going back, uh, we'll do. Uh, I'll say what my my list was, then you can do yours, and then I'll say what Danny's list was. So, Danny's worst uh, number five was Man of Steel. Number four, Batman Forever. Number three, Batman v Superman. Number two, Joker. 
number one, Joss Whedon's Justice League. His best five, his number five was Wonder Woman. His number four was Batman Begins. Number three, Superman. Number two, Batman 66. And number one, Batman Returns. Blue, what was your list? All right, so my worst, uh, number five was Steel. Uh, Number four was Justice League. Number three was Batman v Superman. Number two was the Green Lantern. Number one was a Joker. But for my good list, my number five was Wonder Woman. My number four was Swamp Thing. My number three was The Watchmen. My number two was Batman, 1989. And my number one was Constantine. So my list, my worst five, my number five was Superman 3. Number four was The Dark Knight Rises. Number three was Catwoman. Uh, oof. Number mm-hmm. two was Joss Whedon's Justice League. And number one was Joker. But enough with the bad. Uh, the good... Number five was Birds of Prey. Number four, Aquaman. Number three, Shazam. Number two, Batman Returns. And number one, uh, which I think might always hold that spot for me, is The Dark Knight. Uh, So your takeaway from that, uh, we are saying that Joker, Joss Whedon's Justice League, the Green Lantern movie, and Batman v Superman are bad movies. (laughs) We all all (laughs) basically agree there. In the the good list, uh, Wonder Woman was agreed upon. Uh, Batman Returns was agreed upon, uh, and then th- we were a little bit everywhere with that, but we had, we had a bunch of good movies. I'm going to finish off, and Blue can uh, have any thoughts that he wants. This is my list of 28 films, uh, because there are five films. It's 33 total if you include Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I uh, there are five I just I couldn't rank. So my number one, Dark Knight. Batman Returns, Shazam. Number four, Aquaman. Number five, Birds of Prey. You know these. So my number six is Batman 89. Number seven is Man of Steel. If I included Watchmen, Watchmen will be right there after Man of Steel. Uh, Maybe in contention of moving up above Man of Steel. Um, My number eight is Wonder Woman. Number nine, Batman 66. And number 10, Zack Snyder's Justice League. I really, really enjoyed that movie. Not perfect, but I enjoyed it. Mm. Number 11, Batman Begins. Number 12, Superman. 13, Superman 2. 14, Superman Returns. I don't think that movie gets enough love. Number 15, Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. Number 16, Batman Forever. Number 17, Batman and Robin. Number 18, Swamp Thing. Number 19, Wonder Woman 1984. Number 20, Suicide Squad. And then uh, Batman v Superman at 21, Green Lantern at 22, and then you know my bottom five. (laughs) (laughs) And once again, the ones not on the list are The Return of the Swamp Thing, Supergirl, Steel, Jonah Hex, and Constantine. Because I just didn't know. So, yeah. Yeah. So we've established that Blue needs to see Birds of Prey, Aquaman, and Shazam. I need to see Jonah Hex and Constantine. And uh, Danny's wrong. No. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully you enjoyed that list. Uh, really all coming out of it. Uh, go back and think about what you think about these DC films and how you rank them. I'd love in the comments uh, if you drop what your rankings were. That'd be really cool. Um, and, yeah, uh, I guess we'll just hit you up. On the next edition of Laugh It Up Fuzzball, you know the thing, uh, at Wookie Riot on Twitter and Instagram, Blue is at Blue Wolf D on Twitter, Instagram, and the DeviantArt, uh, anchor.fm slash laugh dash it dash up dash fuzzball. You want to buy a t-shirt? You want to be cool like me and Autumn and my mom and Jerry? Get a t-shirt. Go to tpublic.com slash user slash laugh dash it dash up dash fuzzball and get a really cool shirt. Uh, there's also a picture on the thing uh, that's posted in the notifications of me and Autumn wearing the shirts. We look very cute. She obviously yeah. looks cuter than I do, but, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do, exactly? And uh, what else? Um, you can send me an email at laughitupfuzzballpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, please, if you do the Book of Faces, join join the group, uh, Laugh It Up Fuzzballs, on Facebook. It is a closed group, but it's really easy to join. There's like 600 
19 people you can talk geeky with and have a lot of fun. And this has been a fun conversation, Blue. I appreciate it. I appreciate Heck you. Yeah. I appreciate you. All right. And until uh, until next time, meow. <laughs> <laughs> now that's podcasting. There you go.